Welcome to the Lab Talk, where we walk the walk and talk to talk about all things crypto. I'm your host, Tristan. I'm joined here with Kareem. Today's date is February 1st, 2022. So let's go ahead and jump right in without further ado. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know, today we're going to be talking about uh, a, a topic that's very hot right now, like hotter than the stove in itself. And it's this three-letter acronym. If you haven't guessed already, it's NFTs. That's what we're going to be talking about today and how the NFT space is pretty much holding afloat this entire market. But before we go ahead and talk about that, let's go ahead and get a quick message from Kareem. So if you're joining us on Anchor or YouTube, go ahead and check out the description box below where you could buy, sell, and store your crypto using our affiliate links. Nice, nice, nice. Make sure to go ahead and do that. All right. So first things first, let's start this thing off the right way by looking at some prices. Looking at the top 10 coins that are, that's that's in the market, obviously, but the top 10, um, you know, coming in at number one, Bitcoin trading at $38,000, uh, up about 0.38% in the past 24 hours, up 4% over the past seven days. Ethereum coming in at number two spot at $2,766, up 3.46% over the past 24 hours. And 12.70% over the past couple of days, seven days to be exact. Now, another one that's been killing it in top 10 is Solana. I know this is a fan favorite of many. Um, Solana is trading at $109, uh, up about 11, call it 12% over the past 24 hours, up 15% over the past seven days. The majority of its gains came in the past 24 hours, literally. That is good news. That is good news. And then we have coins like Polkadot doing 3% in 24 hours, currently trading at 17 or sorry, $19, just shy of the $20 mark. And as we go down the list, crypto.com currently up 10% over the past 10 or seven days. Excuse me. All right. So now that we got those prices out of the way, huh? Yay says nay to NFTs. Well, we're not saying nay, we're saying hey to NFTs. So Let's go ahead and talk about our first article for today. Today, 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 folks, we're going to be talking about, for the first time in history, NFT search volume is higher than crypto worldwide. Now, we're taking a different uh, approach to this, this, this podcast. Um, this time around, we're, we're not so much reading articles, but we're going to be reading tweets and bouncing our thoughts about what it is that we think about these tweets and you know where the space is going and as I go ahead and pull this off, I'm just going to go ahead and get Karim to, you know, pretty much explain what's happening in the NFT space and why this chart looks this way. Yeah. So if you're uh, listening on Anchor or even on YouTube, uh, what we have in front of us is a chart showing Google search trends, comparing the search term NFT to the search term crypto. Um, so in blue, we have NFT uh, outpacing uh, crypto in red. And uh, this is the first time in history that it's ever done that. And why I believe that's happening is because we have so many celebrities coming into the NFT space. Uh, we'll talk about one uh, in our next uh, article, but um, he has over 115 million followers on Twitter alone. And um, that's like great marketing for the NFT space, just a whole bunch of free marketing for the space. And uh, why I believe uh, NFTs have been so attractive recently is because it's something that's more tangible for the everyday user. It's not something like a cryptocurrency that's uh, basically completely digital and you can't really um, connect with. Now it's uh, digital art, uh, music, 
photography and all these different industries coming to the NFT space. And um, it's allowing people to finally connect to crypto in a different way. So um, NFTs have been uh, great marketing for crypto. And um, it's currently what's uh, bringing the most individual users into the cryptocurrency space. And I, I believe in the future, uh, everyone will own an NFT. Uh, what do you think about that, Tristan? Yeah, most definitely. I second that, you know, NFT ownership is a huge thing. I wasn't really bullish on the NFT space um, until I want to say December of last year, right? Um, it was Kareem that actually put me on NFTs the way I am now. And um, I'll, I'll say this, you know, the very fact that you could take your NFT and put in your profile pic, it's like one of those things that we always say, it's like bragging rights. It's like, hey, everyone, I own an NFT, but NFTs are much more than just a profile pic, right? NFTs are essentially, you know, anything could be turned into NFT. And, and we're not going to touch too much on that right now, but you know, you think of a strip mall or a, a plaza, whatever the case may be, portions of that property can be turned into NFTs. And this is where, where the, the, the space is evolving. And as you can see over the past year, right, as Kareem mentioned, the, world, the word NFT um, in blue and crypto in red, crypto has just been dominating at the NFT space uh, in terms of search terms um, over the, yeah, search terms over the past year. But, um, you know, just pretty much, I want to say around, you know, quarter one of this year. Yeah, quarter one of this year. Um, yeah. We've seen a crossover. We're seeing NFTs now begin to overtake crypto. Why is that? Well, this is the big why. Breaking. It's official. Justin Bieber purchases Board Ape Yacht, excuse me, Board Ape Yacht Club number 3001 for 500 ETH equivalent to 100 or 1.3 million US dollars and a doodle NFT uh, number 84 or 8,426 for a 13 ETH at today's price of about $34,000. NFTs, I mean, Justin Bieber went ahead, did this buying a board ape yacht. Wow, I can't even get the words out. Board ape yacht. Try to say that five times in a row and see what happens to your tongue. <laughs> but no, Justin Bieber went ahead and bought one of these and, you know, for $1.3 million, right? Again, as Kareem mentioned, he has a falling over 150 or what? Or 115 million. 115 mil, right? And just on Twitter alone. So, yeah, imagine on Instagram and Facebook and all those other platforms. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So... The, I mean, this is free exposure um, in the free marketing for, for the Board Ape Yacht Club um, and, you know, the Doodle uh, NFT space as well, too, right? Because, you know, you think about it, that's so much exposure, that's so much awareness that's being added to the space because of celebrities and individuals like Bieber and the likes of others. You want to go ahead and name off a couple others that um, own some entities? Yeah, so just recently, uh, before uh, Bieber bought one, uh, there's also Neymar uh, who bought a board ape. Uh, we have people like Jay-Z in the NFT space, Snoop Dogg. Uh, we have Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, we have uh, Des Bryant uh, that used to play for the Cowboys and a whole bunch of other celebrities uh, in the NFT space. And in fact, uh, we also have a graphic here about NFTs possibly being included in the Super Bowl. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, go ahead and bring that up. Yeah, definitely will. So I got to. Okay, here we go. 
Yeah, so um, for those of you listening, Eminem and Snoop Dogg are rumored to incorporate their board apes during the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, that would be super huge because uh, like you have, uh, or you already have billions of people or hundreds of millions of people viewing NFTs uh, through these individual um, uh, influencers and artists and um, uh, athletes. Um, but the Super Bowl is a one-time moment when literally a billion people around the world are viewing one halftime show. Um, and like for Bored Apes, uh, the floor for a Bored Ape is already over 100 ETH. Um, I think it would easily pump a Bored Ape floor to like maybe 200 ETH, uh, like a double up within a very short time span. Um, so there's a lot of free marketing going on for the Bored Apes. But um, know that uh, Bored Apes isn't the only NFT um, that's popular in the space. It's just the one that's bringing on the most people right now. Uh, there's other NFTs like historical NFTs. Uh, um, there's um, CryptoPunks. There's um, Rare Pepes, Curio Cards. Um, you have Crypto Skulls, Crypto Cards, Spells of Genesis. You even have the newer ones like um, NBA Top Shots. Uh, you have... Um, a whole bunch of them. I could keep naming them off. Uh, Doodles, uh, Invisible Friends. But um, all of these are collections uh, of NFTs that are popular right now. Um, and I think in the future, um, both Bored Apes and CryptoPunks, and then the historical NFTs are going to hold up their value because um, that's where um, they're almost like relics in time of like the, the evolution of crypto. Um, so if you're, if you own like a board ape or like, um, a crypto punk or like one of these historical NFTs, you basically own a piece of like the future of crypto. Um, and that's how big I think it's going to be. Um, it's basically going to be like, if you were able to own like a relic from the early days of the internet, um, like maybe like the first internet modem or like the first, um, uh, something like that. Yeah. And, uh, a relic from like the early days of the internet. Uh, now you have a chance to do that with uh, NFTs. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. You think a billion people tune in to the, um, to the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I've actually researched it because, like, uh, I, I did a study in high school, I believe, um, comparing the Super Bowl and football to basketball. And uh, the NBA Finals has about 100 million people viewing it around the world. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the Super Bowl goes upwards of a billion people. Really? That's interesting. Wow. I never thought it, I knew it was big, but I thought it was just a North American thing. You know? No, yeah, it's it's global. Yeah. Wow. The, the only one that tops the Super Bowl is uh, soccer, of course. So yeah. soccer is the number one uh, with uh, the World Cup being like, uh, I think World Cup, I think it's like 1.5 billion or something upwards of that. But right. um, yeah, the Super Bowl easily tops like 1.1 billion, 1.2 billion. Wow, wow, wow. It must be those commercials, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's tuning in for those commercials, those special commercials that you never see. You only see it once a year and that's it. Yeah. This halftime show is going to be pretty big, though. Uh, yeah, you- yeah, yeah. I seen Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. Um, who else was on that flyer? I seen Eminem, Snoop. Yeah, Eminem, Snoop. Yeah, who else do we have? Okay, that, that's a lot of OGs, a lot of OGs on, on this <laughs> show. So it's going to be interesting, most definitely. And again, number one thing is exposure. A lot of people are going to have their awareness raised during this halftime show. So 
that's going to be exciting stuff. All right, moving right along. Board Ape Yacht Club will be remembered as the project that took NFTs mainstream. Do you agree or disagree? Think about that one for a second. Do you think that the Board Ape Yacht Club will be remembered as a project that took NFTs mainstream? Kareem, what do you think about that? Yeah, so me personally, um, I, I understand where they're coming from, but I actually think uh, Beeple is going to be the guy who uh, is remembered as like the guy who took NFTs mainstream. Um, and those of you who don't know who Beeple is, um, he's basically the highest selling living artist, or sorry, let me rephrase that, the third highest selling living artist in history. Um, and he sold an NFT piece for $69 million at Christie's back in March of 2021. Um, and that basically started off the whole NFT craze because um, like that was like a big, big move for the digital art space. Um, and it basically proved that digital art is the future, um, that uh, auction house like Christie's, uh, which is uh, coveted for selling pieces like the Mona Lisa and like other uh, very high selling pieces, um, like would sell like a digital art piece um, for $69 million. So um, since then, like we've seen an uptick in... Um, the NFT space. Um, a lot of the comments under this uh, tweet talk about NBA Top Shots being the first um, the first uh, NFT collection to make uh, uh, NFTs go mainstream. But I think it was mostly Beeple because um, he was on uh, what's that guy's I forget. Oh, Jim, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, he was on the Jimmy Fallon show um, after he released um, that $69 million piece. And he also went on a whole bunch of different news talk shows and talked about it. So um, that was a lot of free marketing for NFTs when they were just in their infancy. And Board Apes popped off soon after that, as well as NBA Top Shots. So um, yeah, what do you think about that, Tristan? You know what? Here's one I'm going to have to disagree with you and agree with this individual who sent out this tweet. Or let me let's take the contrary position. So for me, the first NFT I recall seeing was a board API. That or let me not let me not say that. The first NFT that caught my eye and made me like reconsider about the NFT space was the board API club. Right. And I feel as if because of the, the caliber of of um, owners who own these 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 NFTs, it's grabbing like the everyday individual and and hooking them in and figure out and then having having them the question or have them asking the question, um, why is it that all these, these celebrities are going ahead and buying these, these apes that look like they're crying or sad yeah. or whatever things may be like? And people are going ahead and, and diving in because you think about it. Some of the most famous celebrities out there, like the like the um, you know, the o, OJBs, you know, um uh, Odell Beckham Jr., excuse me. You have um Justin Bieber, Jay-Z. Well, he owns a crypto punk, but um, you get the point. Like all of these guys are going, or Steph Curry, rather, you know, all these guys are going ahead and putting these apes on their Twitter profile. And now these people are asking, like, why, why did you I noticed that Steph Curry went ahead and if i'm a sports fan that's exactly what i'm saying to myself i noticed that steph curry went ahead put this ape in his display picture whatever Otto beckham jr what's going on then you have justin bieber okay why is everyone putting apes in their in their display picture? Yeah. it's forcing the people to the everyday individual that is the layman that doesn't know much about nfts 
to, to find out what an NFT is, right? Yeah. Like no time before have people been so interested in these apes. And, and they know, like, I feel like the Boyd Ape Yacht Club is like the Bitcoin of the NFT space where everyone knows the name Bitcoin, but not everyone could afford a whole Bitcoin, right? But mm-hmm. the only thing with this NFT now, it's not, it's not divisible in the sense of Bitcoin where you could buy a portion of a Bitcoin. With these NFTs, it's either you have the money or you don't, <laughs> bottom line. Yeah. But I do like what this guy says, this Brian Brinkman guy. He says, Beeples for Art, Board Ape Yacht Club, and Top Shot, Top Shot, <laughs> Top Shot for Collectibles. And I really, I, I honestly, I can second that. I can yeah. second that because, you know, yeah, okay. that, that, that's fear. And I guess that kind of meets both of our arguments somewhere in the middle. But for yeah. me personally, I think that um, it was, yeah, BAC, uh, BAYC, excuse me, that brought everyone um, over to the, to the NFT space. And now, and now here's the other thing. As I'm scrolling, for those of you who are um, on Anchor on podcast that can't see the visuals, you know, right now I'm scrolled down to the, the board Ape Yacht Club, but not only that, there's a couple of mutant apes there too, right? And what mutant apes are essentially, you know, board apes mixed with this mutant potion that causes these mutant apes to come to into fruition and you can make one of these right so i'll pull up this one for example oh no it's not gonna let me um pull it all the way up but we have about one two three four five five board uh mutant apes right now right so um yeah people are seeing these 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 images and these graphics are like what the heck is going on but nonetheless i feel as if this is what's really drawing people into the nft space in other news we're finally going to be talking about MicroStrategy buying the dip by purchasing six, 660 Bitcoin for 25 mil. I wonder what his average um, cost basis is. Do you know? Yeah, um, I think it's around, it's in the 30,000s. Uh, I, I saw a, a, the tweet earlier and it's like in the low 30,000s, I believe. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I know uh, MicroStrategy now owns like 125 thousand bitcoin or something like that so uh, it's pretty crazy like how much have they, wow. they've been stacking <laughs> talk about conviction i know strong conviction too yeah you know if you guys didn't know those of you who are tuning in uh michael strategies ran by um their their el capitan mr michael sailor and um you know he has deep conviction as cream mentioned on bitcoin and he sees bitcoin as a new monetary policy um when this economy collapses and i would not be i wouldn't put it past him right i do not doubt that you know bitcoin uh not i'm not only here to stay but i won't be surprised if bitcoin becomes this new standard of money right so um yeah 25 million bitcoin for 660 dollars right um that's that's insane and if you didn't know um michael saylor also holds these these live um youtube uh call them podcast videos um I think they run every day or on Sundays where he just goes on these rants about Bitcoin. And, you know, he's an individual like he gives greater insight than what Cream and I go ahead and give to you. So I I suggest that you go ahead and check him out. I mean, this he's not sponsoring this 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 podcast, at least not yet. He's not sponsoring this podcast yet. But when that day comes, let's believe Sailor. I was backing you from day one. (laughs) So, yeah. So essentially what this, <laughs> exactly salute the sailor. 
<laughs> captain. So, anyways, um, major Bitcoin BT investor Michael Strategy has announced another major BTC purchase during a market dip to collect a total. You're right of 125,051 BTC as of Monday, this past Monday. According to an official form with the United States Security and Exchange Commission, the SEC, filed on Tuesday, MicroStrategy purchased 660 BTC between December 30th of 2021 and January 31st of 2022 for approximately 25 million in cash. Now, if you guys pay attention to the time period that they bought, Notice that they didn't just spend all $25 million in one day, right? Because if you guys remember, at the beginning of the year, Bitcoin dipped. Everyone was calling for a reversal in the second week, and it dipped again. And the same thing in the third week, and it dipped again. And here we are in the first week of February, right? And Bitcoin's starting to show signs of life once again. But this strategy that he used is what you call dollar cost averaging, right? Not dumping all 25 mil in at one point, which he could have easily done. But he averaged out the cost, averaged out his position over the course of four weeks, right? Age-old investment strategy that never fails to work, right? And again, yeah. Yeah. go ahead, quick, go ahead, bro. Yeah, quick side note, um, like MicroStrategy also uh, had a masterclass for like businesses last year uh, where they talked about their technique for buying Bitcoin so they don't move the markets. And like they do this intentionally because like, uh, MicroStrategy knows if they just uh, buy Bitcoin all at once, like with the amount of Bitcoin that they're buying, they're going to shoot up the price like uh, like crazy. So um, they use a dollar cost averaging technique that's like um, for businesses uh, that are putting in millions, if not billions of dollars into crypto um, that doesn't move the market at all. And it's pretty crazy how they do it. Yeah, most definitely. And what this little paragraph says is the latest Bitcoin buy is apparently nothing that nothing big compared to the most recent BTC purchases by MicroStrategy. In December of 2021, MicroStrategy announced two major BTC purchases buying 1,434 BTC from November 29th to December 9th at an average price of $57,477 per BTC, and then purchasing 1,914 BTC from December 9th to December 29th at an average price of $49,229 per BTC. Now, previously, the company had bought as much as 7,002 BTC from October 1st to November 29th at an average price of $59,187 per Bitcoin. Now, what you notice here is that the price of Bitcoin kept on going down as they kept on purchasing. But as we said, right, they just continue to buy as it went down, right? So there's something that we can learn, right? Let's call it, not, let's not say Michael Strategy. Let's say Michael Saylor, because we already know he's manning the boat on this one. No pun intended. <laughs> we know that it's at his, at his word that they go ahead and execute these orders, right? And he, um, Saylor being a billionaire, knows that it's not wise to dump that much money in the market at one time. And alluding to what Kareem said, you don't want to move markets that way, right? But we could copy this model too and average in our cost basis. Maybe we don't have $25 million. Maybe we only have $2,500, right? Take the same approach. Buy Bitcoin and treat like a savings account over the course of weeks. And then you average out your price. 
And that's how you accumulate Bitcoin because you're not going to be you're not going to be quarreling over whether you bought Bitcoin at 50,000 50, or Bitcoin at 45,000 when the price of Bitcoin goes to $200,000. You're going to learn to appreciate that 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 um, that appreciation, right? Appreciate the appreciation, right? And at the end of it, you're going to say to yourself, man, I was able to profit handsomely from that. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that is all we have for today. So as we always say, you know, if you want to go ahead and learn, learn more, excuse me, you go ahead and check out our community of like-minded investors at the Crypto Lab at CryptoLab.ca. And you can get, go ahead and get free one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, coin recommendations, and several, several education resources. I mean, listen. For the low price of what, only $45 a month, we're offering a ton of value for a very, very low price. Um, again, if you've gotten anything from this, make sure to go ahead and visit us at CryptoLab.ca. And again, use winter, um, excuse me, coupon code WINTER25 at checkout. Karim, do you have any closing remarks? Uh, no, that's it for me. All right. So all that being said, we hope to see you guys again on Lab Talk.